Do, do you think F1 is a goal for you? Yeah, I think it's, it's still a goal. It, it is my goal in two years. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Track Limits podcast presented by Formula Addict. I'm your host, Swish. I'm with my co-host, Henny. Today, we have probably one of the most resilient and inspiring drivers that at least I follow, Juan Carrera. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you guys. Very, very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. How you doing? You doing well? Good. Yeah. I mean, very busy. Yeah. Yeah. Season's about to start. Mm Pre-season, going to Bahrain in about a week already for the test. Right. Uh, so it's just it's very crazy and hectic right now, but right. that's that's how I like it. So I, I strive in in these moments. Yeah, I appreciate you making time for this. Then yeah. that's no awesome. man. I, I think we've been following each other for a few years. Yep. So we yep. actually it's the first time we met in person. But yep. I was uh, I was really hyped that that you did this and that you invited me. So thanks appreciate for having that. me. Amazing. Well, like you know, Juan, our podcast is broken up into three sectors. There's Q1 where we're going to talk all about racing related questions. Mm-hmm. Q2 are more like professional, but also personal, trying to get to know you as a person. And then Q3 is our favorite, the rapid fire round. Fire we're just going to, you know, okay. barrage you with a bunch of questions <laughs> okay. and see how fast you can go in terms of answering them. Okay. Cool. We need, we Sounds need good. Purple yeah, we need yeah. purples. You need me to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got you. I got you. You ready let's, for Q1? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's Perfect. So I think that the first question is just pretty easy, you know, summarize in about 30 seconds. Summarize your career thus far, like mm. yeah, some of the accomplishments maybe you're the most proud of right now. Yeah. yeah. So I started racing when I was seven years old in Quito, Ecuador, mm. which is where I was born. Yep. Um, won two national championships in Ecuador, uh, moved to Miami by the age of 11 with my family, mm. began racing in the USA, kept scaling up. Um, by 2013, I won the national championship in the USA in karting. And later that year, I won the world championship in karting. Right. So that's one of my, still my most proud accomplishments. And that's kind of what then led me to Europe. So I signed my first professional contract in Italy, started racing karting uh, over here. And I've been here ever since, scaling up from karting to Formula 4, then yep. GP3, yep. Formula 2, mm-hmm. 2019, then the crash. Yep. Um, I had two podiums in Formula 2 in my first year, which mm-hmm. was also very cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I had the crash. I was out for two years. And now I've been back for the last two years kind of getting back up the the, the ranking and now in Formula 2. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you. See you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. Thank you. That's the podcast. Um, what's the day-to-day life right now of, of like Juan right now? Like I know you mentioned it's really busy. What does that typically look like? Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of travel at the moment. Mm. So I've been going a lot to Amsterdam because my team is based nearby. Yep. So a lot of seed making, right. uh, a lot of simulator, mm-hmm. a lot of preseason meetings. And then when I'm here in London, a lot of training, to be right. honest, uh, yeah. you were trying to, the, the season once the racing starts is so busy that you cannot really improve your fitness. You right. can just maintain. Yeah. So this is the time when we make all the improvements. So it's really like sleeping, eating well, training, travel in between, and then get back here as soon as possible and train again. Yep. And there's also a bit of work with sponsors. You know, we're still trying to close the, the, the final ones, get yep. everything in place get the the suit uh, done get the helmet painted so there's yep. a there's a bit of uh of work yeah. process there and yeah. you said one week until you go to bahrain for the test for the test yeah and yeah. you know are you looking forward to this f2 season like what are you looking forward to the most here because it's kind of your return right you were in f2 now you're coming right back in yeah you know like is there a different feeling this time around coming back to, to f2 yes yeah 
I don't even remember that well how I felt the first time because it, it feels like a lifetime ago. Yep. Um, but I, I can tell you, like, I am a very different person than who I was back then before I made my, my debut. So I think I'm much better prepared. I'm very excited, uh, not only because I'm getting back to F2, but also because the calendar, the championship is sick, right? Yep. Like, yep. we have 14 rounds in some of the best tracks in the world. Um, we get to travel to, like, four different continents through, through the year. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and F2 is really, it's growing just as much as F1 is, is you know, it's yeah. really becoming an established category and uh, it's kind of like living the dream in, yeah. in a way. So I, I'm very excited. Yeah. And what's your, what's your goal for this season? You know, is it podiums, wins, championships, or just trying to get yeah. back into it? Um, that's a good question. In, in my mind at the moment, I, I, I want to get podiums and, and try to win a few races. Yep. I don't know if a championship run is going to be realistic on my first year back. And with Van Amersfoort, which is a team that is still kind of Building up. growing out of that midfield pack. You yep. know, they, we have we have potential with the team. Mm -hmm. It's making a lot of strides, but it's going to take some time right. and, and it needs some work. Right. Um, but we, we will see, you know, sometimes in these categories, maybe we arrive to Bahrain and we win the first race and then yep. the tone changes. Yep. Maybe we arrive to Bahrain and we're P15 and we're like, okay, we have some yeah, work yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, but but the one thing that's a constant for me is I just want to see improvement through the year, yeah. right? Both in myself and the team, and just always upwards. Yeah. yeah. And, and throughout your career, you know, you've always had different teammates. You know, how do you flip that switch with you know being a teammate versus you're competing with them mm -hmm. and you want to win? What's that flip like? And you like your teammate right now? I see. You know, you Richard. Yeah. Richard. You yeah. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah. We Richard and I go go way back. Yeah. So we we've been racing together since we were. 14, 15 years old. Right. Uh, and we did, I don't know if you heard the New Zealand uh, championship, the Toyota Racing Series. No, uh -huh. yeah. So there's this winter championship in New Zealand. It's five weeks in a row uh -huh. over there. Uh -huh. Right. And in 2018, we did that together in the same team. Right. And we Let's became go. very close because we were for five weeks Stuck traveling together. together. Yeah. <laughs> in New Zealand. Yeah, in New Zealand. <laughs> That's like yeah. us right now. Yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> so, so since then, we've been good friends. Yeah. Um, and I, I think your question is interesting because... It's true, like, uh, racing is an individual sport, yeah. and your teammate is your biggest rival because yeah. he has the same car, the same equipment as yeah. you. Yeah. You need to beat him. Yeah. But I think it also really depends on the situation. Like, for example, this year, in the situation where with Van Amersford, where we're also trying to help the team, yeah. and the, help, the team is looking at us for advice, we need to be mature as well and be, put, put, you know, our rivalry uh, aside and try to lift everyone up. Yeah. And I think with Richard, I'm able to do that because right. we have a close relationship and we're both quite mature and smart. Yep. So I think that's going to be uh, quite efficient for the team. Has that always been the case with teammates, though? Yeah. Like, have you ever had a teammate where, and you don't obviously have to name people? <laughs> oh, name them right now. We'll list them out right From here. From the worst. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, have you had a dynamic where you weren't able to be as comfortable with your teammate and couldn't put aside that rivalry? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. It, yeah. My, I would say more often than not, it's, mm -hmm. that's the case. Like, yeah. and, and even, I'm very good at separating, like I might have a teammate that I like and I respect as a person yeah. and off the track, we yeah. can go have a beer, right? But when I'm on the track, I'm gonna try to kick your ass <laughs> and I hope you do the same, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Bring it. it's just the dynamic and it, really at, at this level, we've come so far that we have all sacrificed a lot to be here. We're not here to, to make friends yeah. and, you know, to make the other person feel comfortable. Yeah. Like we're kind of professional and um i would say being professional is you don't uh, 
you don't create problems for the team, right. but you're also not giving each other a hand. Yeah, you know, exactly. uh, that, that's kind of like the dynamic usually. Yeah. Is there is there a retired you know driver or current driver on the grid that you take you know pure advice from, and mm. what's that one piece of advice that you still carry on to this day? So, one of my first coaches yeah. when I was racing go karts when I first moved to Miami. Yeah. His name was Jay Howard, and he was a uh, an IndyCar driver, a British guy living in in the U.S. Oh, wow. And he that guy taught me a lot, the, you know. And also back then I was fresh; I was a 11 year old kid. I had a lot to learn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, he he really made me tough. I think he he had that British karting mentality. Here they're assholes. Like we're <laughs> in the UK right now. Yeah, yeah. You come karting here, like people will. Uh, right will crash into you like they'll intimidate you and he taught me that um so i was always very aggressive after that i had a few mentors here and there i I think right now um probably the driver i'm closest to in that sense is grosjean roman because we we both live in miami he's kind of become a family friend with with me and we have the same sponsor step one as well so we do some things together and uh with him I cannot think of one specific advice, but he's always like involved and, you know, like he keeps me calm. Yeah. But I would say I would do the same for him, yeah. actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure yeah, he's yeah. going to see this and yeah. he knows what I'm talking about. Because yeah. sometimes he's like, hey, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. relax, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it'll be fine. Yeah. So we have a quite interesting dynamic, especially considering he's like 11 years older than me, yeah. 12 years older. So, but we get along well. That's yeah. good. And then, you know, obviously, and I think you've talked a lot about this on, you know, other interviews that you've done, you know, obviously in 2019, you know, the, the accident that you had, I actually think many people would not bounce back the way you did. You know, I really do believe that, you know, one of the coolest parts of your story is just, again, how resilient and inspiring you are in terms of, you know, having a crash like that, which a lot of people might see as like career ending and then coming back to where you were. Um, I want to kind of walk you through like day one, for example, of the recovery process. Was there a feeling of like, not you know like you're not motivated you were anxious you didn't even want to like get back up to where you were like was there ever a feeling like that you know going through the recovery process yes yeah, yeah. yes right. i mean I, I i went as low as as a person can go mm. really like it, it was it was crazy um it, it was way more than um than a crash like no i would say like than an injury of if i tell you like a football player breaks his ACL, they tell him, you know, you're never going to be to the level you are. Like, that's a big hit because your career is on the line, right? Like, it's maybe over for you, whatever. Mm -hmm. For me, it went, I would say, a step further than that where my life was on the line. Um, And really for the first few weeks, I couldn't care less about driving again. I just wanted to survive. Like, that that was was literally like survival mode. Mm -hmm. And it was just a big shock of how have I gone from being this healthy athlete who kind of had everything, uh, you know, yeah. in, in life and uh, in health and I could walk and I could run to being in a hospital, you know, drowning in my own lungs with a bone sticking out of my leg. Like Jesus. doctors talking about amputation. It was like, whoa, like wow. this, this is this is crazy. Like yeah. this cannot be happening to me. Right. Like it's something you see in a movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that was that was hard. And then slowly, you know, time makes you kind of accept the the, the your fate in yeah. a way. And it's like, okay, I am in this situation. Mm. And I would say that's where my, uh, I don't know, if mental strength or my mentality kind of helped me in the sense of I was like, okay, either I can 
sit here and feel pity for myself yep. and screw everything, you know, this yep. this is it, which would have been understandable. Yeah. Or I can just kind of get on with it and hmm. kind of glass half full and okay, what what am I going to do now, right? Right. And I was lucky that I took that that route and I just started working on it day by day. And really um quite quite early on, I realized that I was going to need a lot of motivation to get through the recovery process not yeah. even just to drive again yeah. just to like be, be normal human again. you yeah. know like and yeah. be able to walk yeah. and whatever mm. and that's when i used the card of i want to drive again because mm. i knew that was going to give me the motivation yeah. necessary yeah. yeah and it scares you yeah. yes yeah, it's a fear. yes but but i am i am like that like right. i need to see something that's like so big that it's scary yeah, yeah. for me to be motivated exactly. if, if my dreams are are like yeah like yeah. you know yeah it's not worth it. it it doesn't it doesn't really motivate you motivate you, you know yeah, it, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't make me feel like i'm doing something larger than myself right so i, I knew myself well enough to do that and, and it really helped wow. did you did you have a support system at that time like who was it family friends yeah, yeah. family first yeah. of all like my, my my parents were there the at the crash how scared were they oh like, for, for them it was i would say even worse than for me yeah. to be honest yeah. right because one thing like for myself i was like okay w there, there was two moments yeah. when i thought i was gonna die when when i was going into the coma yeah. and i was pretty chill about it because yeah. i was like you know i've i did it doing what i what i loved yeah. you know i've lived a great life yeah. mm. but for my parents you know losing a kid like no that yeah. that was not 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 nice yeah. worst nightmare and and that's what made me more anxious was to see them and i was like i cannot die because what are they gonna do right yeah. i cannot put them through this yeah so that that was horrible but then in the whole recovery part they were they were crucial right. them brother sister a lot of good friends nice. and um a lot of i would say colleagues that were already working with me like trainers, yeah. psychologists for, for the racing, they were with me through through the whole process and they helped a lot. And did you feel like that the F1 community or just even FIA community helped with the recovery, well, whether it's to support you or give you the right people and the right surroundings for it? If I'm honest, not at all. Hmm. Not yeah. at all. Um, no, I was I was alone. Right. Wow. I had my, my family, my friends, my people, yeah. but there was... Uh, there was zero support from from the FIA. Wow. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was pretty bad. Right. That, that was pretty bad, to be honest. Uh, it, it, it was sad. It, it was sad because it really felt like... I, I almost felt kind of used hmm. in the sense that, you know, when you're there giving a good show... Yeah, they're there. They, they, they're there, right? Yeah. And they're the first ones to yep. to benefit from that. Yeah. yeah. And look... Oh, I, I, I don't want to get so much into it because yeah. it's a conflict of interest. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm racing there again, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But there was a, a bit of, of that feeling. And um, I, I, I'm just going to say I was very, very lucky mm -hmm. to have the people I had right. internally yeah. to yeah. help me. Yeah. Because there was not the support system yeah. that... At that time, yeah. Yeah, right. that, that there should have been yeah. from, right. from the organization. I feel like they changed it now. Huh? I feel like they changed it and they, they would improve. I think they realized a few things yeah. from from my accident. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, yeah. I've had a few conversations with them about it. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's not easy though to change uh, such a big organization. Yep. You know, there's they have a lot of things going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what I'll tell you is, if, if 
somebody would have the same accident as I did mm-hmm. tomorrow, mm-hmm. I would be there for them like nobody was there for me because yeah. I, I know what, what they would need and what, it takes. what is lacking, yep. you, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yep. yeah. And then in terms of even <clears throat> on the driving note, like how do you think, you know, you're a different, are you like, do you feel like you're a different driver now than you were before? Like did that accident potentially change how you think about driving and your style around driving? Yeah, I, th- I think style-wise, no, right. it's still me. I'm the same driver. Yep. But it changed really my um, my outlook on on racing as a whole because mm. it changed my my view on life mm. a lot. Mm. One of the biggest things was I realized that racing is not everything yeah. for me in right. my life. Yep. I love racing; yep. it's my passion. I've sacrificed for it, but I don't have that feeling like I used to do, where Oh, if I don't make it to Formula One, I will be miserable for the rest of my life. Right. Now, when I think about that, I laugh. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> because I literally, I, I, yeah. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you would have asked me this yep. the day before the accident, yep. I would have told like, you, like, are you crazy? it's yeah. that or, or, or I will nothing. be unhappy for the rest of my yeah. life. Right. And that's, that's crazy. And mm-hmm. a lot of drivers feel that way. Yeah. Once I had the accident and I came back and I kind of saw a whole different side to life yeah. through my recovery process, yeah. now it gives me that freedom of like, I do this because I choose to do it, but I don't have to, yeah. right? Like yeah. I can do so many other things. Yeah. And that's very liberating. And I think that then translated a little bit to to the track as well, where mm. I'm just a bit more mature. Nice. You know, I, I, I'm i more at ease and I enjoy it more yeah. because I know it's a choice right. rather than it's a must. must yeah. yeah. And, you know, now that you've driven in F2, F3, F4, mm. and you've done testing for F1, and endurance endurance yeah like what's the difference between these cars other than (laughs) the speed what do you think is and which one do you like the most it's a good question yeah so really once you drive so many cars you start to realize that it's all pretty similar like in in the sense that it all has four wheels Mm -hmm. it has downforce it has power Mm -hmm. and you just as a driver you have to put all those together and find the best formula to go as fast around the track yeah so a lot of it is like I feel like some drivers sometimes overthink yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm driving a new car. Like, yeah, yeah. what? Like, what I've learned or what works for me is like, fuck it, just, yeah. just <laughs> break late, yeah. pour yeah. it in the throttle, and send the it in the fast corners. Kind of you know, yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of similar. Yeah. Then for sure, each each car has its own little things. You know, so for example, the when I drove the Formula One, yeah. the first thing that surprised me was were the brakes. Yeah, even compared to the F2, right? The front brakes were just a different level. Really? Yeah. The power, not surprising. Okay. Not, yeah. I feel a bit more, but it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that surprised me is how easy it is to drive. Oh. The F1 is, yeah. first of all, physically, because yeah. you have the power steering. Yeah. So you're just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> coming from F2. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, this <laughs> is great. And then um, just the car is so highly developed. Yeah. Right. That it's just, it's nice to drive. You feel everything a little bit more. Mm. It gives more feedback. Mm. So that was very cool. Right. It is definitely a car that you want to keep on driving. You don't want to get out of the yeah. F1. Yeah, yeah. Whereas sometimes the F2, you're like, yeah. this thing, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you're yeah. just fighting with it yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the endurance car, the LMP2, mm-hmm. I would say is a little bit more like the F1 in the sense that first it has power steering, so mm. it's physically easier. Mm. Um, and, and, and you have to fight less with a car. Mm. A bit like the F1, like, you're never really like oversteering or like kind of sending the car in because a car doesn't like that. It, it likes to be treated nicely. Yeah. Whereas F2 and F3, None. You have to treat them like they're yeah. your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's blur that out. But you, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you, yeah. need, you need but, to fight it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
F four, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, F four yeah. is a bit of a yeah. blur. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's almost like a, a hybrid between a go kart and a formula. You know, right. like you almost have no downforce, yeah. but it's a good stepping stone. You talked a little bit about even right now doing the simulator. Do you have a sim at home? Like, do you sim race at home or anything? Or not I really? Don't. You don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then you can't sim with us. Yeah, you can't. You can't join our league. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I am. I am one of those drivers yeah. that doesn't really like the sim. If I'm honest. Really? Yeah. We've been hearing that a lot. Yeah, with our, a lot of our guests. Really? Yeah. yeah. They're like. No. I just don't think they want to drive with yeah. us. That's yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, no, no, I, I promise. <laughs> I, I, I used to have a sim. Yeah. Um, I actually sold my sim from home two months ago. Yeah. I, I never used it. It was in Miami. Yeah. And then I had one in when I was living in Barcelona two years ago. Yeah. I used it twice in, in a whole year. Right. So I was like, you know, what, what, why am I having this? Right. Um, and I would be so happy if they would ban simming for really? everyone. So I, I do sim because yeah, it yeah. is a good tool. Yes. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm talking like the professional yeah, sim yeah. when you go with a team, your engineers, you learn a track, prepare. Yeah. I would love it if they would ban that mm. and you would just have to arrive to the track and yep. cowboy, figure you know, it out, send it yeah, FP1 yeah, yeah. And, and see where you are. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case. Yeah. So I have to do it. Yeah. 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 But I'm, I'm not a big fan. Nice. Um, I, probably the second last question. Yeah. I know where we've been holding you for a little too long on Q1. Do you think? Uh, there's been talks right now with you know increasing the grid to more than 20 drivers. Do you think that's something that you would agree with, or you would like to just keep at 20 drivers? F1 or F2? F F1. Yeah, F1. Um, I I think a few years ago that would have been a mistake. Mm. Why? Because there wasn't the market for uh, for more drivers mm, for more yeah. teams. Mm -hmm. But I think now there is. Yeah. yeah. Now there is. When you see how big F1 has gotten, mm. mainstream-wise, yeah. now it's mainstream, yeah. yeah. and there's only 20 athletes mm -hmm. at the end of the day in the whole world, when you compare it to NFL, <laughs> NBA. MLB, and NBA, so, yeah. how many athletes are there, you know? So many. <laughs> so I don't see why there couldn't be more, mm -hmm. you know, more people, more teams. Um, it would also help with putting young talent in F1 because at the moment with 20 seats it's very difficult to always put the talent that deserves to, yep. you know like yep. you have F2 champions that never make it to F1 yep. which should never be the case they should at least get a, a chance to, to prove themselves exactly. an opportunity right yep. a yep. year or two whatever yep. so I think that will help it's it's more of a how do you shape mm -hmm. the whole structure and have mm -hmm. the team share the money yeah. you know, it's gonna take yeah. some time but I, I think we're heading there right. I think they announced now that they're gonna open two new entries two yes. new entries but for our engine manufacturers right? no 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 no, no. even, oh. even for teams, teams. Yeah. 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 yeah they can do that though so we don't actually know if like for example Andretti is in yeah. kind He's of fine. the yeah like they're gonna runner. open like a, a betting process exactly. where you yes. can uh, request to, to be in yeah. And, yeah. but that's that's a step yeah. step forward and, and yeah. I must say with that I, I really admire the FIA for, for taking that stance yeah, because yeah. I know it's probably getting some backlash from, from the some of the teams. Oh, yeah. But it, it's probably a good thing for the sport. Mernade, yeah. final question of Q1, you know, Miami. You moved there recently or like was that a year ago? Miami? Miami? No, no, no. So 2011. 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I almost grew up in yeah. Miami. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, in terms of living there, like, you know, do you love it? Like, I feel like also now with F1 having, yeah. a, yeah. having a racetrack there, have you driven that track yet or? No, not yeah. yet. Not yeah. yet. I love Miami. Yeah. yeah, I love Miami. I always say I, I was born in Ecuador. Yeah, lived in Ecuador as a kid. Yeah, but then, kind of my hometown is is Miami. You know, yeah. like I moved there. 
also Miami, it's kind of like the Latin America of the USA, yeah, right? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So I speak yeah. Spanish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I go to Miami and I speak more Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's very funny, um, and and it has a huge uh, racing community. Right, a lot of good drivers uh, yep. are in Miami um, now with F one. Mm-hmm. That's just getting bigger. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's very cool. My family still lives lives there. I have yep. two younger siblings. They go to school there. Nice. Actually, my brother. Shout out to you. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah, started yeah. at uh, UM. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's kind of where my home is, really. Yep. You know, yeah. Um, and it's it's an awesome city. Perfect, love it. Well, that's Q one. Any verdict? That's a good green. Yeah, green sector. Green? Yeah, not a purple. No, not yet. Not, not yet. Oh, okay, okay. It's too, he's a bit of a stickler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're it's getting warmed up. up. I'll, have, I'll have a sip on my. Not not sponsored. We're yeah. not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, hide the label. Awesome. Well, that is Q one. Stay tuned for Q two, guys. All right, welcome back to the Track Limits interview with Juan. Juan, we're going to now go into Q2, and this is where we want to dive a little bit more into you as a person. Now, you talked a little bit about, you know, how young you were when you started driving. You said, you know, seven, yep. seven, around seven years old. You know, was this something, by the way, that you always wanted to do? Or was there like another occupation that you were considering, you know, growing up? Architect, maybe engineer? No? <laughs> sim racing, oh, yeah, regulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not sim racing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, this was pretty much it. Hmm. So I I come from a family that was very much into motorsports. No professional drivers, but, you know, fanatics. I grew up watching Formula One with, with my dad. Um, and my dad actually raced a bit of motorcycles, like enduro. Wow. Yeah, and motocross. Yeah. yeah. So when I was like four or five, I started racing motocross myself. Mm. Mm. Uh, I never really loved it yeah. that much. Mm. It was just I did it because my dad was was taking me with him. Yeah. And then my dad started racing rally when I was six, seven. Right. And that's how he met the motorsports uh, community in Ecuador and got me into a go-kart. Yep. And that was really the first time that I did something that I was like, wow, like, this is awesome. You know, like, I want to do this. Yep. But I was seven. So, you know, from, from that moment on, and, and already then I was convinced I was going to be an F1 driver. Like, I was like, naively, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that dream kind of pushed me since seven years old. So there have been other sports and interests I've, I've had here and there, but nothing serious uh, that, right. that could have replaced motorsports for me. And then in terms of, you know, obviously your job requires a lot of travel, you, yeah. you know, 14 different places, you know, this year, it's going to be pretty, pretty crazy. Mm. Do you enjoy that? And, you know, how do you also like maintain work-life balance? Like, do you find yourself working too much or, you know, are you able to actually balance your time out with racing and everything else you want to do outside? No, that you cannot really find a balance, mm. uh, like a normal person type of balance, I would say. Right. Because it's, yeah, 14 F2 race weekends. Yep. Plus a few tests. Yeah. <laughs> plus four races in endurance for me yeah, plus yeah. a few tests for them sponsorship events probably plus, uh, <laughs> maybe six or seven sponsorship events yeah plus 20 simulator sessions yeah yeah i live basically so there is a balance you right. have to you have to get um but it all rotates around racing mm. you know it's it's not it's it's more of a balance like in between travel sleep train yeah you also need to have a little bit of fun here and there see some friends yeah you know like see family when you can so mm-hmm. i kind of I'm, I'm quite good by now at like looking at a schedule and seeing like what's feasible mm-hmm. how am i gonna be feeling on a sunday night after the race well i want to stay there maybe have a drink with the team or mm-hmm. they want to fly and get some rest so 
I kind of planned that in, in that way. Yeah. But my life and, and my schedule revolves 100% around my, my racing. It's, yeah, it's my full-time job. Amazing. And what is that one recommendation you have to a kid that wants to, you know, take this world of racing? And, and when I say recommendation, I want some like, yeah. you know, you got to take this karting league. You got to use this. Something tactical. Yes. Very, very, yeah. very the mm. top level. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, well, I would say the biggest thing I'm thinking of, like, if I could redo my career, yeah, what yeah, I would have changed, changed, right? Yeah, yeah. One big thing is you got to find people wherever it is you're racing yeah. when you're coming up the ranks. You have to find people that you trust, like a good manager, a good coach, and stick with them for a long time. But it has to be really quality people. That's one thing that I regret not doing earlier. Like. Right. I changed people too much. Yeah. I was a bit all over the place because my dad didn't know so much uh, about racing. You know, we were kind mm -hmm. of like discovering this world together yeah, as we were as coming up the ranks. Yeah. Um, but it, it would have been very good for me, especially when I was younger, to have somebody I trusted yep. travel with me, be with me with the teams. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of things going on apart from just the driving. Yep. That you, sometimes you need a bit of counselor. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big one. Um. else i would say i mean this is I, I just sound like a like an old man when i say <laughs> this but like a grumpy old man but a lot of kids don't realize how much you have to sacrifice yeah for this for mm. this sport mm. they they see you know the being an f1 driver yeah. wow it's so glamorous yeah you, you need to work your ass off and and you really need to be um willing to 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 sacrifice that much especially when you're young yep. and growing up you will have no social life. You will not be a normal kid at school. You mm -hmm. know, like yeah. mm -hmm. it takes a toll. Um, mm -hmm. But if, if this is what you love, then yeah. do it. Why not? Right. Yeah. yeah. And it talks with, you know, just diversity on its own yeah. in mm -hmm. this, F, in the whole formula world. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the FIA and F1 is doing a great job at that? You know, we, we've seen that it's a very expensive sport to get into yeah. um, and diversity doesn't play well with this yeah. industry. So do you think that they're, they're doing more with this or what do you think they need to do more to get that in? I don't think there's one, one solution to it. Yeah. Um, it is a very expensive sport, yeah. which unfortunately means that naturally there's a barrier, a barrier, you know, yeah. you, to enter, and even more to like scale up, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, maybe some families can afford go-kart races for, for his kid, but few families can afford a formula four season, mm -hmm. even less a formula three. three two. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. I think the best thing we can do as a sport to improve that is grow the sport. Mm. You, if you grow the sport, there's more money coming in. There's more viewerships. It's easier to find sponsorship. Yep. If that's the case, then talents can actually rise because they're talented. Mm. Because the, the the money will flow Flowing. in behind yep. them, you know. Like I yep. see, I see a huge difference. For example, this year, twenty twenty three, finding my my budget for the season, mm. way easier. Not that it was easy, but right. way easier than in two thousand nineteen. Right. Two thousand nineteen, you would go knock on a company's door and say, "Hey, sir, I'm driving Formula Two. They would be like, "What the hell is that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know Formula One? Yeah, yeah. What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't know, especially yeah. me as an American driver. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they have no idea. Now you go and say, hey, sir, I'm driving Formula 2. Right. Oh, yeah, like Formula yeah, yeah, 1, drive yeah, to survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it yeah. makes a huge difference. Right, right. And each time you see more and more kids that are finding their own budget in mm. Formula 3 and Formula 2, mm. 
and and that helps. Like for example, Richard, yep. um, for sure. Yeah, I I get very well uh, with him because we're similar in the sense that we find budget ourselves. Yeah. We we kind of use this as, as a business and and we grind it. And, yeah, and, and he's doing it all by himself. It's impressive. Wow. And uh, a lot of it is thanks to obviously his hard work, but yeah. also the, the fact that the sport is growing. So wow. that helps. And what are your, by the way, honest thoughts about Drive to Survive? <laughs> Do you watch the show? I mean, yeah, yeah, you watch it. Yeah, I love you it. it. Yeah, you love yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, he's like, it makes money. So uh, why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe unpopular opinion from yeah. my side in the racing, like yeah. the yeah. drivers. Some of them don't like it. Yeah. Right. But I think if you don't like it, you're stupid because. It's the best thing that has happened to the sport in the last 20 years. 100%. Yeah. So how can you, you know, yeah. for sure there are things that they can improve, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. Some, sometimes a bit yeah. overdramatic, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But if it sells, yeah. it helps us. Do you know they just did one for tennis too now? Breakpoint. It just came out. Yeah. 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 Tennis. And golf. 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 Yep. IndyCar is going to yeah. do one. Really? Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. They're working on one. Okay. Uh, there was another sport. I don't know if it was NHL, oh, oh hockey that'd be or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every, because I mean, it's yeah. been a, it's been a bomb. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I I think it's amazing, and and I actually enjoy watching it. Right, <laughs> I, I love do. that. I, I love do, that. I do. <laughs> and then talk to us, like you know, have there been moments where you've come out of the car, for example? I bet there have, where you were like, oh my god, I have failed at my job. You know, and I think every professional can go through <laughs> those moments, <laughs> right? Yeah. What do you do to like reset and kind <laughs> yeah. of pick yourself back up <laughs> during those moments where you're like, I, um, I, 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 did, I did a terrible job yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not easy yeah. to always have that level of, um, what's, uh, there's a word I'm missing, like right. balance? self, no, oh, self-reflection, yeah. self-awareness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, kind of like emotions and ego get the best of you and you're like, yeah. The car is shit. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Blame everything. That's the first thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. The car is undrivable. Yeah, yeah. So it takes a level of maturity and self-reflection to be like, mm, no, like, yep. This was on it me. was. It, this was on me. Like I could have done things differently. Mm. And and then it happens very often. I mean, yep. it, it's it's very rare that you come out of the car and you're like, I did the best <laughs> job I could have done. No, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so then it just becomes part of the process, mm. you know, like, yeah, today I did a shit job. Right. Sorry guys. Like mm. let's, let's work to, to make it better. Yeah. That, yeah. At least that's my process. It's not like, oh, I did a terrible job. I'll do a better job. It's right. like, no, I did a terrible job, but why? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What could you have done better as a team to help me a little bit? Yeah. What could I have done better? You know, and, and right. it's kind of like a teamwork, mm. but it happens often. Yeah. yeah. What, what other position do you think you would excel in if yeah. you're not a driver? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think anything. Hey. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. yeah. All right. I feel like. I mean, not not anything. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't be a good. Uh, probably not a good artist. Yeah. Um, I would be good at music though. Yeah. I love music. Yeah. I would love to produce music. Um, you guys need to talk. I, we we got to talk. You yeah, like yeah, music? I've seen it. I know nothing about it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I have a good ear, I, and I I'm, I listen to music 24-7. Same wow. here. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he knew nothing. Really? He bought cool. the machine. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Four and a half months ago to start it. Okay. Debut album coming out soon. Who wanted Swish? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably... I'm good at business. Yeah. I come from a business family, so yeah. I'm very business oriented. Yeah. Um, what about within racing though? Yeah. Like if you weren't a driver, is mm. there like team principal maybe or? Probably, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a leader. So yeah. yeah. Team principal, like a leadership role. 
bringing people together, mm-hmm. extracting the best out of, of the people. Yeah. And it's something that I've learned through racing as well. Because when you're with a team, you need to make the team motivated, make them happy to work with you, mm-hmm. keep them organized, keep them, you know, push them. Yep. To be excellent, yep. but not be a dick about it. Yeah. You know, like you, mm-hmm. it's a lot about managing relationships. Yep. Neat. And what are some of your hobbies outside of you know racing? Like, if you're just chilling for the weekend, what do you typically do? Mm. Love to learn a little bit about that. So, a, a lot of my time outside of racing is actually still involved with racing, with mm. uh, sponsorship, mm. right. PR, mm. yeah. uh, social media management. So, it's it's kind of like running your own brand in a way, right? Because you have sponsorship commitments you have contracts of like social media posts yeah content you have to put out yeah you're always trying to grow followers mm-hmm. engagement like yeah. that sells you know you it, it's a constant battle of like reeling in money yeah and 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 keeping the the whole uh boat steaming you know yeah. That, that, yeah. that's pretty much it so yep. that that takes a lot of time um i love working out not i have to but i do enjoy it yeah, so nice. I, I do it a lot mm. I, I like road biking. I like going out to 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 the nature, and really the the little time I have uh, free, I, I try to spend with with family and and close friends and yeah. kind of like live it as a normal person and yeah. just you know get lost in in, yeah. in, in being normal. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. no yeah. cameras, no pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's pretty yeah. much it. But but I have very little free time at the moment. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the most. Yep. intense period of my life I've ever been in. Wow. Right. It's, it's really busy. Yeah. And do, do you think F1 is a goal for you? Or, and you know, what do you think it's going to take you to get to that? Mm. I have a pretty clear goal and, yeah. and a plan to, to get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, t- it's still a goal. Yeah. It, it is my goal in two years. So, mm. so my plan is to do two seasons of F2. Yeah. Yep. And position myself to go to F1 after nice. the second season. Yeah. Yep. We know there are a lot of factors to to that. Yeah. Uh, number one, results in F two. Yep. Uh, number two, money openings as well. Openings right. and uh, opportunities. Right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that that is kind of like my my short term goal at the moment. Like I'm looking at two two years F two and yep. see where I'm at. Yep. Um, but going back to what I said in Q one about me realizing that F one is not everything. Yeah. I'm very relaxed about it. Yeah. You know, like I'm gonna. Give it a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but if it doesn't happen, look, I'll find a, a drive somewhere else. I'll You'll establish myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think I would I would probably go to endurance or right. try to go to IndyCar yeah. or yep. something, and you know, build a, a professional career there and, and and try to be as successful as possible there as well. Very neat. My my, my goal is not so much linked to a category, mm-hmm. but more to just I just want to be a world champion and yep. be Great. successful. Do it yeah. at the highest level. Yeah. Yep. Love that. Final question for Q2, rituals, superstitions. Uh-huh. Do you have any, you know, like we've had some drivers that are like, we always <laughs> jump into the car from the left side. Yeah. You know, do I you have, have any? It started as a comfort thing, jumping in from the left. Yeah. And I'll tell you where it comes from. Karting, you have the engine on the right side. Right. So you can only, you should only jump in from the yeah. left. <laughs> Otherwise you can Hit touch it. something in the engine. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, a lot of drivers keep that into formulas. Mm. So I can only go into the car from the left. Wow. Otherwise, I don't know if it, if it's a superstition. Yeah. Mm. It, now it might be because I'm so used to yeah. it that I would feel like awkward, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's one thing. Um, apart from that, no superstitions, but just I, I have a very set kind of um, ritual on, right. on like race day, you know, mm. like 
I get into that, like the slow, first of all, I like to surround myself in, in race weekends only with people that are inside what I call like my performance bubble. So nice. it's like my physio, yep. my photographer, yep. and maybe like my, my manager. Yep. And we're all like doing everything together. And it's just us, you know, like, and that you got to be in the same way, same wavelength, you right. know, like right. Right. you got to right. know how to be with you because mm-hmm. I can be pretty irritable when, uh, when, when right. I'm in the ring, like, yeah. you know, right. it's right. a game mode. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, tunnel like vision. switched on, right. yeah, it's tunnel vision. Right. And then, you know, you wake up, you're feeling good, you eat well, you know, have a bit of fat, uh, start yep. hydrating, yep. get on the, the good tunes and yeah. you're yeah. kind of like hyping yourself up uh, yeah. before the race. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no superstitions. Fair enough. Love Perfect. it. Well, that is Q2. Henny, verdict there. Oh, that's a tough one. Should yeah. we give him, uh, so we have a new one that we've created yeah. called Gurple, Gurple, which is a mix of purple and green. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so that means you're inching closer to purple. Okay. But I think Q3, he's he's got purple. He's going to get purple? Yeah. 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 Feeling good? Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Rapid fire round coming soon. All right, welcome back to the Track Limits interview with Juan. We're getting into probably our favorite segment, the rapid fire round. We'd like all your answers, Juan, to be rapid, full of fire. Ready to go? Let's do it. All right, if you had to choose one track to race on forever, only one, which track would it be? Baku. Baku. I love Baku, by the way. All right, so I'm about to show you a photo. Uh, This is a photo of you claiming a nice podium, and I'm going to ask you what was going through your mind when this happened. I was like, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> to the team. <laughs> this, was, um, this is when you were back in F3. You yeah. just came back after a crash. What was, what was that moment like? That, that, was, that was cool. That was last year in Sanford. Um, it was my first podium back. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a bit of a relief, mainly. Like, yep. we're here, you know? Like, yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was very cool. Neat. Yeah. Uh, do you want to pull out your phone? We have oh. a quick question. Who was the last person you texted? He's probably going to be like you. (laughs) (laughs) My ex. Oh, God. (laughs) I love that. It sounds worse than it is. It sounds worse than it is. (laughs) We're we're friendly. Uh, I'm going to be like, how do we go from this question? (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, what regulation change would you institute? Whether it's double points, reverse grid, what's that one that you would... No sim racing. No sim racing. <laughs> no sim racing. Um, <laughs> the one where you only had one flying lap for quality? Yeah. They, they, one at a time, yeah. you know? Yeah. That, that was sick. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Um, which driver would you trust to drive you around the track blindfolded? Him blindfolded or me blindfolded? He's blindfolded. And, and, and he's driving. And yeah. he's driving. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh... I don't know. I think Alex Alban. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, and I like Alex. He's a yeah. calm guy. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like he wouldn't do anything stupid. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've had people be like Daniel Ricciardo, because if we were to go out, might as well go out in style. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. no, with Alex, we wouldn't go out. Yeah. He, would, yeah. he, would, he would take it easy. And then yeah. some are like Checo, because he did that oh, whole thing in, in Mexico. In Mexico, where he like remembered. Oh, yeah. In video. So, yeah. I will say this, and I posted this on Instagram, yeah. not to derail the combo, yeah. but... A lot of drivers can do that. Yeah. A lot of drivers, mm-hmm. I bet you can too, where you can kind of telepathically where remember the where the corners are. Of course. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Nice I got question. a lot of shit for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest driver of all time, mm. in your opinion. Haha. <sighs> um, Fanjo. Oh, okay. Good one. Yeah. Great. Never great got one. That one. Haven't got that one yet. Perfect. Love that. What are some non-negotiables you have for people in your inner circle? 
like things they absolutely need to have motivation nice um number one and commitment nice what 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 is your daily car it's my daily yeah. here uh glc 43 nice yeah yeah, yeah. nice little car. Yeah. what's the most over asked question you get um how am i feeling for this season <laughs> <laughs> how are you feeling for the upcoming season every yeah, time every time yeah uh, <laughs> who do you look up to in in the fashion world in the fashion world yeah oh man um i'm very very ignorant in fashion i like um i don't know can i can i say a brand more than, yeah. more than a person yeah, yeah, yeah one of my favorite brands is dior cool dior. nice yeah, yeah. Would you rather DNF on race day hmm. or not make it out of quality? Like like not make it out of the garage in quality. Not make it out of the garage in quality. In quality, yeah. yeah. But still race. Yes. Yeah. DNF is the, yeah. the worst. The worst. Yeah. Piece of F1 memorabilia that you would like to own or currently own? Um... I would love to have a, a whole ass car in my living room. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the ceiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. hanging. Yeah, yeah. 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 Any car, I don't care. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love yeah. it. First celebrity crush. Ooh, celebrity crush. Yep. Ana de Armas. Uh, oh, dude. Oh, same. My God. Literally same. Oh, Ana, if you're watching this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. DM me, please. <laughs> Thank you. I remember watching Knives Out. I'm like, this is the most beautiful woman I've she ever is, seen. She is insane. She's stunning. Yeah, I she's love very that. cute. Yeah. Uh, what team would you bring back into F1? Whether it's like BMW, you know, Ford is back now, but Lotus. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was in their junior academy, and oh, it was it was a cool looking car as well. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Most embarrassing moment you've had in a Grand Prix weekend, or or not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even if it doesn't have to be a weekend. Should, is this what yeah, I bring out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last year, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, it was it was Veterans Day in the U.S. Right? Okay, yep. So I went to post a story. Very nice. You know, Happy Veterans yep. Day. Yep. And I had a, a brain fart, <laughs> and I said Happy Fourth of July. No, oh, my God. <laughs> and my I posted God. it, oh, no. and it was up for like thirty minutes. Yeah. And then I. I getting messages yeah, and i was yeah. in the gym or something yeah and i see my phone and like 30 messages and like one well, of my friends like bro why did you post yeah. that before the july <laughs> i was like no way this just happened and i erased it um so yeah some people caught on but yeah you better have a screenshot of that yeah, yeah, we're, we're yeah. Playing that right in this yeah. episode no, it, was, it was it was so bad i don't know what was wrong with it. <laughs> oh my god um so if you could have one superpower what would it be mm. so transportation nice Okay. Will make my life so much easier. I, I literally hate, every I driver's hate planes, I hate travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If not racing, what would you be doing? I think you kind of answered this, but yeah. Um, probably working with with my dad, yeah. some type of business. Cool. Yeah. What celebrity would be a great fit as an F one driver? Uh, Tom Cruise, I think. But that's probably everyone said that, right? Actually, no? not no, no, no way. No. no, I think we have only got that once, and then we yeah. suggested it to yeah, them. We were like, like, yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise, yeah. like he yeah. looks like uh, an F one driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. Share your <laughs> prediction for the upcoming F one season. Who do you have for constructors and drivers? Mm. I want to say Mercedes. Yes, let's go. Okay. <laughs> oh. I, I want to say like Lewis. Yep. Mercedes constructors. Yeah. Good chance of Max and, and Red Bull, I think. Competing. More 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 chance of that, but I want to go with Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So this is the last question of Q3. You're writing an auto autobiography on yourself. So which one resonates with you the most? We got the Daredevil, 
the dream catcher, the free spirit, or the hardest worker? The hardest worker. Easy. Nailed it. Yeah. Wow. That is a purple. That is a purple. That is a purple. That's the fastest rapid really fire that. we've ever had. No Actually, way. Straight up. 100%. Even with your story time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fast. You see? <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> the final question, Juan, we wrap every interview with, you know, in 30 seconds, tell us how you want to be remembered. What legacy do you want to leave behind? I know, I know it's a tough question to answer. Yeah. It's, it's deep. You Nobody deep has question. asked me that in my life. Nice. Yeah. Go. Um, <laughs> well, I think, um, I think I, I want to be remembered for being the hardest worker. Mm. That's really important to me. Yeah. Mm. Um, but also being... Uh, a good person like mm. sometimes people get caught up in winning yeah. and and making it and stop being a good person along the way and helping yeah. others yeah. um so honestly i just want to be remembered for who i am because i think i'm a pretty cool guy i'm easygoing i love meeting new people i love trying new things and exploring and uh uh you know i i think a legacy goes much further than what do you leave behind physically? You don't have to yeah. leave a company or money. No. Yeah. You can leave memories and people that were impacted by you. And for me, that's the most important. Fantastic. Well, yeah. thank you for coming on. Where can people Fantastic. find you if they want to stay up to date with your journey on social media? Socials, yep. Insta, Twitter, yep. webpage. Love it. I'm going <laughs> to start my TikTok career this hey, year. Let's we're go. going to see how it goes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, are we, are we going to be dancing on these TikToks? Dancing? No, dancing. No, no, no. Darn it. No, the dancing only happens at the club. Hey. But uh, no, thank you guys. Nice. It's been super cool. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Well, thank you guys. We're going to link Juan's socials in our show description. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a review. And once again, feel free to check out our other episodes on tracklimitspod.com or follow us on social media. We will see you guys in the next episode.